This, 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 this is mythical. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Nicole, the only reason I'm confident that AI will never take my job is because I know AI can never make a sandwich as good as I can. Chat GPT, more like chat BLT, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) You are right. This This is a hot dog dog is a sandwich. sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Sher. And I'm your host, Nicole Anaity. And Nicole, today we are talking about the two biggest sub-sandwich players mm-hmm. in the entire game. No doms, just <laughs> subs. I always think about that, though. Jersey Mike's slogan is, be a sub above, and I think them and the BDSM community should <laughs> unite for some sort. They just signed Danny DeVito as their first ever celebrity spokesman. Danny DeVito's hot. He's hot. I, you put him in, like, a gimp suit, leather harnesses, Something. There's there's something there. There's something there. But no, we are talking about Subway versus Jersey Mike's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Subway to me right now. Okay. That's the standard. It's the largest restaurant empire in the history. Number one, right? No, it's like looking back to um, when you see a map of Subways, looking back to see like Genghis Khan's holdings of the Mongolian <laughs> yep. horde. It's okay. like, wow, he was really everywhere, huh? I feel like that's how we're looking at Subway now. Fair. Yeah. 37,000 yeah. global locations at its Incredible. peak. Incredible. 24,000 American locations at its peak. But, 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 this is an empire in decline. Oh, this no. Empire in decline. Nicole, they have like shuttered. America? <laughs> Toronto. Oh, yeah, no, let's, let's bring politics not. into this one. I watched, I watched um, that movie. What's that movie that everybody's watching? Leave the World Behind? Saltburn. Oh, oh, I love Saltburn. The bathtub? I mean, my Ooh. favorite. No, the bathtub scene wasn't that like dramatic. That got me. That really? one got me. You, that's what got you. That's what You're got me weak. in that movie. You are a weak man. <laughs> I didn't say got me in a bad way. But, but you know, you know that movie's great. Not Saltburn. <laughs> the other one I was talking about that you rudely interrupted me about. Leave the world behind. Have you seen it yet? You need no. to watch it. You need to watch it. Well, what's it about, and how does it fit into Subway versus Jersey Mike's? I'm gonna let you <laughs> find out for yourself. <laughs> Subway has closed several thousand locations in the past couple of years. Yes. They are currently in their third phase of a rebrand, Nicole. They're in Subway 1.0, then 2.0, then Mm 3.0. And the biggest changes they've had to the restaurant since Quiznos forced their hand Mm. to add toasters to the menu. I love that. I love that. I love a toasted sub from Subway. Oh, same, same, same. It was a game changer. And now Subway is hoping to change the game because you got the young whippersnappers, Jersey Mike's, Chomping on its heels. Same store sales are so much higher than Subway. Jersey Mike's only has about 2,400 locations, but... No way. 
That's you, it. Did you think it was bigger? Of course. I mean, their ad campaigns are make it seem like they're everywhere. And I feel like they're in a lot of airports. They're in a lot of airports. Yeah. They're in a lot of like commercial shopping centers. The yeah, last time we saw a sandwich expansion this big was Panera. Back I was in the never day, a Panera girl. In Panera, again, Panera is um, so different. Subway last year did about ten billion in sales, and Jersey Mike's oh I think did about like one point five to two. Panera is in that like five billion wow. range. Yeah, dude, they they move product, man. They sure do. Like Pablo Escobar out there with the broccoli cheddar soup bread I, bowls, but I can't get, I can't enjoy myself at a Panera bread. I especially with the lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the caffeinated lemonade that was sending people to the hospital. Lemonade that kills you. That is, uh, if I can grandstand for a little bit, people. Just, you, gotta, you never. You gotta just uh, <laughs> learn about milligrams of caffeine because it's a yeah. real hardcore drug that again can just kill a you. A drug. It is a drug. Caffeine is a drug. Yeah. It's it's weird that you would just say take handle pulls of Nyquil without measuring it out. Uh, don't just do that with caffeine. Like figure it out. Um, but the point is, Panera is not really in the same ballpark as Jersey Mike's. When you're talking about sub sandwiches, a mm-hmm. couple other ones out there, Firehouse Subs, they've Which been increasing. Mm-hmm. Jimmy John's, I think, had a big initial run and now I think they're seeing same store sales decline. Jimmy John's is like a boomer sub shop. Do you feel that way too? Not really. I feel like Jimmy John's was the puritine sub shop. So this new genre of teens, right? You just touched my arm. That's weird. The new genre of (laughs) teens, right? Where they saw their millennial, old millennial or young Gen X parents Uh who were like, Drugs, rock and roll, tattoos. Yeah. And then, I saw Kiss live. Right? And then now, uh, or like Nine Inch Nails live, you know? That's, I love Nine Yeah, but the pure teens, they don't think that's cool. So they're like a return to, they're getting weirdly more conservative. They're having less sex, straight doing edge. less drugs, more straight edge. That to me was Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's to me is a very plain sandwich. Really? That's so yeah. crazy because I just think of it as like boomer dad sandwiches. Interesting. Hmm. Well, like, But I think now... The Puritines, the Gen Zers, are switching back to boomer ways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. About to be a weird conservative flood in the teens, and I, I don't understand so. where it's happening. And it's all starting with sand- cold cuts. It's all starting with cold cuts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. But point is, Jimmy John's is on a very fast rise, mm-hmm. and then Subway is really sort of scraping at the walls right now, trying to climb back <laughs> into it. But now, this is Subway, as I mentioned. They've made a lot of improvements, supposedly. Mm-hmm. We don't know if it's actually going to come through, but... They have changed a lot of their meats. They have changed a lot of their breads. And they are now introducing fresh meat slicers into every location. Insane. Just like Jersey Mike's. It, just like Jersey Mike's. Yeah. Jersey Mike's has been slicing it fresh. Um, I believe it cost $80 million for Subway wow. to add meat slicers to are every they, restaurant. Are they only doing it in the U.S. and Canada? Or is it like all over? Like internationally they're adding I'm more? not sure how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. I know they have a big international push that's planned. But they're already – they're in 110 countries Point wow. is, once your armies, Nicole, once your uh, horseback riding hordes have mm-hmm. flooded all over the eastern steppes, mm-hmm. Morgan you know, Khan. and Genghis Khan has died, the DeLuca family, the DeLuca family. So uh, Fred DeLuca found Subway in, I believe, 1965 mm-hmm. um, in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and uh, they don't start franchising until 1974. That's right. I didn't realize that. Jersey Mike's, the original Mike's sub shop, was founded in 1956. I didn't know that either. Yeah, but similarly, uh, it wasn't until 1974 that they changed hands. But Subway was really interesting because it was owned by the DeLuca family until several months ago in 2023. They signed a deal to sell it for reportedly $9.6 billion. Whoa, nameless, faceless private equity firm, of course. Shut up. $9 billion. Yeah, so we're at a very weird pivotal point in time 
with both of these huh. sandwich shops. Yum. And today we're going to taste them. We're going to analyze them. We're going to dissect them. Am I going to be able to taste the pivotal in my sandwiches? Well, that's a great question, though, right? <laughs> that, that's what I wonder about all this. Subway is the second biggest advert- uh, fast food advertiser in America, only behind McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, Jersey Mike says Danny DeVito, and we think he should be in a leather harness in the I, next one. Um, I don't think Danny DeVito's a leather daddy. You don't think so? No. Like, like a service top? Anyways, uh, but the... <laughs> but sub- Saltburn, baby! Subway, Subway. I mean, they are paying Tom Brady a ton of money. Steph Simone Curry. Biles. Money. Simone Biles. They have all these athletes um, trying to push their Subway series sandwiches. Sure. Uh, and so, I don't know, should we unwrap them? Should we just get into it? Yeah, we can up- unwrap right, start, this. Start unwrapping them. I'll, I'll talk about what we got here. So we went with a very classic, not the cold cut combo from Subway, but a cold cut combo. This is their Italian-ish sub. This is BMT. called the BMT. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what BMT stands for? Um, I have it up here. It's Genoa salami, spicy pepperoni, and black forest ham. But what does BMT stand for? I'm guessing the B is the black. Nope. <laughs> already I'm, wrong. I'm guessing. Like already wrong. It makes no sense. Mm, breakfast meat trio. Okay, so, 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 it started apparently as Brooklyn, Manhattan Transit. Shut Oh, because it's Subway. Subway, even though it started in Connecticut, but I think it's a commuter town to New York City. Um, I didn't get anything special on it. But then, no, that's great. We want to try the sandwich for what it is. Uh, And this new bread here. The meats, Nicole, are sliced fresh, but now it stands for biggest, meatiest, tastiest. I thought you held that title. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh. Is that inappropriate for me to say? No, I, I, I was very flattered by it. Okay, I'm just going to dig in. I'm looking at it. It's a pretty well-constructed sandwich. You got the cucumbers on it. Subway's thing was always eat fresh, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Subway, the fresh maker. No, that's Mentos. Not Mentos. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, this is a fun, fresh sandwich. The the pepperoni is actually really yummy. That's the first thing I I taste here. Pepperoni. Yo, why does this meat taste better than it normally does? Oh. Do they do a good job? The the veggies are so... I'm not kidding. Wait, 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 wait. The veggies are so fresh. The meat tastes really good. The bread, eh. I don't really care about the bread. I was was trying to hide my hand for a second here because I I ate so much Subway in high school. So did I. Because it was $5 for a foot long of sandwich. Not anymore. This was like $14 or something, Josh. Yeah, they won inflation since we were in high school. We're just old now and we have to accept oh, that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I ate so many $5 foot longs. I got super sick of Subway and I, I never liked it. I, I mentioned a couple months ago on a, another podcast called Business Wars that I think Subway should be a free government utility. Um, <laughs> I think the government should buy it, socialize it, um, and make it free to all we'll persons. Get there. We'll get there one day. Because to me, Subway just kind of tastes like clean water, right? It's like the lowest form Subway of food. Subway does not taste like clean it's water. It's well, no, clean water in a good way. Like you drink from a drinking fountain and you're like, mm, that was refreshing, but it's not the best thing I've ever had. That's like Subway. When's the last time you drank out of a water fountain? Uh, every single morning. What? I, I sip like a hummingbird from a water fountain at the gym every single morning while people are filling up their Stanley cups. I'm over there waiting to just get one little sip from my parched little mouth. <laughs> and I drink. Yeah, I, I enjoy water fountains. And that's why I think Subway should be a public utility. Um, But I, I haven't had a sandwich in there in a long time. Um, This meat. It's I just I just dissected the meat. It's pr- the, the pepperoni. High quality. This pepperoni. is a lot better than it used to be. A lot better. We're not out here shilling for Subway. This is genuine shock and surprise. And taste the snap of the veg. It's pretty snappy veg. Oh. That's crazy. One of the problems with Subway. Uh-huh. You get such a massive, massive operation. 37,000. 
I didn't realize, I was saying earlier, that Jersey Mike's, technically, the shop started nine years before Subway did. Okay. But Subway starts franchising about 15 years earlier than Jersey Mike's. So that's why they had such a huge head start. And again, at the time, you talk about the freshness of these veggies, that was Subway's whole thing, right? Yum. For the first time, there was a fast food restaurant that wasn't just slinging pizza, it wasn't just slinging burgers. You'd walk in, you could see the vegetables, you could see the fresh baked bread, see it all going on in front of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they had a big 15-year advantage, and they were very revolutionary, whereas Jersey Mike's was like, hey, we make good sandwiches, and they were slowly, slowly expanding. Um, but now, I think we're at the point where that's not as important to us, especially because Subway's quality has kind of gone down. It's, it's like what we see well, with— Well, not anymore. I mean, their quality is pretty good. The, quali- the quality of their of their individual parts, pretty damn delicious. Which, I could do without the bread, though. Which Subway do we get this from? Is this the Subway closest to us? Yes. No way! Yeah, it is. Dude, they used to really be struggling. Yeah, I remember. There were times when you'd go into that. We're not going to tell you which Subway, because we, we don't want no one finding us. No, but They know. They know. But, like, I'm saying you walk, <laughs> you walk into any— restaurant, a fast food restaurant chain, mm-hmm. and a lot of the quality is going to be based on the individual franchisee. That's correct. Right? Yes. They say McDonald's is never in the restaurant business. McDonald's is in the real estate business because they that were buying real estate and they true. were renting it out to people that's who would actually own and operate it. All of these, that's how all of these like rest, fast food restaurants work. 100%. Really interesting thing about Jersey Mike's. So Jersey Mike's does franchise and, uh, you know, their big expansion is due to franchisees, but there's something called the Franchisee Confidence Index. That is basically like you got all of these tenants, right, who are the people making the corporation money. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they get a little pissed off. Mm. And then that's really bad for business. So you have to keep franchisee confidence super high. And McDonald's had like a historically bad problem with it. Really? Especially when they were trying to do all-day breakfast. Because then you have to retrain people and you have to reissue supply lines. And people aren't sure that it's going to work because – 7-Eleven had a really bad problem with it because mm. they were like, we want fun, inventive food items. And every 7-Eleven owner was like, we make money off of liquor, lottery tickets, and cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all we want. Yeah, the food is is auxiliary, yeah. Jersey Mike's, um, Peter Cancro is the one who bought the original Mike Subs in, I believe, 1974 when he was like 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And he has been the CEO running it. He started appearing Incredible. in ads lately. Seems like a good dude. Peter, I I got a lot of respect for for what you do. <laughs> Um, when they were doing uh, like a sort of revamp of the brand, right? Uh-huh. They paid for a $75,000 remodel for every franchisee location just from that's corporate money. Inc- you know, that's incredible. And in contracts, you generally say like, hey, if there are costs that corporate wants to do, you have to consume right, it. Right, No, they paid for everybody. And apparently everyone was talking about his generosity. And in an interview, he was like, thank you, one. But two, it's a really good business decision. Of course. He's like, we can make it happen fast. We could increase same-store sales. Yeah, think about it. Like, you're investing in your business, and it's just going to go up and up and up and up and up. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Let's try the Jersey Mike sub. Okay. Uh, tell them about this sub. Jersey Mike's. Cold cuts. What exactly is in this? Let me tell you. It's so much heavier. It's so much <laughs> heavier than Subway. This oh. is the original Italian. This has provolone ham, prosciuttini, capicolo salami, and pepperoni. More meats. Also, the bread dude, looks gorgeous. Dude, look at the difference. For people that cannot see this or listening to audio... My God, the Subway sandwich looks like David compared to the Jersey Mike's Goliath. There is three times the meat in this Jersey Mike sandwich. I just choked on my own saliva because I'm so <laughs> excited hungry. to eat this. It's also Mike's way. The meat, Mike's way. You get the juice on it. They got that at Subway as well. But no, the Mike's bread, way is Mike's way. The bread at Jersey Mike's holds up so much better. It smells better. The meat is sliced thinner. Thin, paper thin. I could read the newspaper through it. Dang. Oh, my. Mm. This is going to be a one-horse race, isn't it? Not good. <laughs> what a good, good sandwich. Delicious. Look at that. Look at that. Stunning. There's oregano everywhere. Everywhere. The the vinegariness from the red wine vin from the Mike's Way juice. Wow. Is permeating everything. But the bread it is so sturdy. And the way that an Italian sub bread should be it for should me, be. right? Bread, bre- when you're having an Italian sub sandwich, your bread needs to stand up to all of the massive amount of ingredients you're putting on it. There is so much stuff in here and it all works. And also, one of the most impressive things for me for any fast food restaurant is the ability to make it not taste like fast food. It's delicious. Right? This would be like if you went to a local sub shop. Subway has been marred by the inextricable taste of Subway, right? Subway always tastes like Subway. Subway always tastes Even like Subway. Even if it's good Subway. Taco Bell's always going to taste like Taco Bell, right? True. You'd never ever talk about Taco and think it's from anywhere else. That's true. Same as a Subway sandwich. This could be from a local deli. This pepperoni is so good. Am I just a fan of pepperoni? <laughs> Maybe I am. The salami is thick. Yeah, see, the salami oh. and, the, and the pepperoni is thick, but the ham... It's so thin. As it should be. Look at this. And Look there's this. so much of it. You mean to tell me that they're slicing this on, on the little machine? Diaphanously thin ham, Nicole. Josh, I want to... That is the most diaphanous ham I've ever seen. Oscar de la Renta is going to make a new dress out of this. Real cop, real gabagool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude, this is right. fun. I like eating like this with you. <laughs> Here's a fun thing about Jersey Mike's, right? Yeah, what? That I think Subway has tried to compete with recently with their Subway series. So we ordered this sandwich. We just told them to put this stuff on it. We're like, yeah, put all the veggies in, get some oil, some vin, all that stuff. But now they have this list of like 12 signature sandwiches where the idea is that you don't customize it. It is The idea is, is that Subway has customized it for you with the help of all their celebrity influencer friends. You don't have to think about it. You just click a click. Which is to say that's how most sub sandwich shops have gone. That's how Jersey Mike's is, right? Right. But that was like antithetical. This is a, a repositioning of what people want in a sandwich. Yeah. 
Whereas the subway used to be fun, where it was like, hey, I get to pick every single thing. Yeah. And now people like just give me a good damn sandwich. Yeah, we they they're trying to optimize. You know, they don't want people don't want to hang out in a subway that long anymore. How can this compete? How can Subway compete with Jersey Mike's? Like, I want you to put on your business girl. You're leaning in. You're like, um, what's what's her name? Cheryl Sandberg. You're Cheryl Sandberg. You're sitting at the Facebook executive table, and you know they didn't Double give sandwich. they didn't give priority parking to pregnant women, and you're gonna tell them off about how their practices are uh, hostile towards female employees. And you're leaning at the table, and you're telling them how Subway can possibly compete with the greatness of Jersey Mike's. You, they can't. It, but what do they what do they do? Like honestly, what do they do? They just have they just have manpower. They mm. have they have the iconicism of Subway. That's what they have. And that's all that they can do. The product isn't the same. It's just not. It's it's comparing apples to oranges. The quality of Jersey Mike's is next level compared to Subway. This is like this is like McDonald's trying to compete with Shake Shack. No. You don't think so? I don't agree. I don't agree with that comparison at all. Like McDonald's can never have like Shake Shack is cooking is smashing their burgers fresh, right? McDonald's can just never compete with that. They don't have the the Martin's potato rolls. They don't have this new mm-hmm. school energy of expansion. McDonald's like Subway is so entrenched in its own ways. It's cubic zirconia and diamonds. God dang, but 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 that's the comparison I'm going. There's make. a reason people buy cubic zirconia because it looks. And for all intents and purposes, is a diamond. And it's cheaper. Is this even cheaper anymore, though? Is uh-uh. Subway even cheaper? Mm-mm, they're like the same price point. Dang. Which is insane to me as well. Man, I um, I wanted to find some sort of value in Subway, and like, it's convenient because there's it's like they're everywhere. It's like Starbucks. It's like there's one on every corner. There's so many in in the United States and around the world. It's so funny how COVID changed everything, oh, right? Man. Apparently, Jersey Mike's... <laughs> sure did. Jersey Mike's was one of the first to jump on the third-party delivery apps. Do you... I just realized when I was reading about this, mm-hmm. I don't remember what delivery apps were like before COVID. I surely use them. I remember using Postmates. I wasn't... I, like, never had it on my phone. No, me neither. I never had delivery apps on my phone, like, by design, because I knew if I did, I would be obsessed with it, and I would really waste too much money. Same. I mean, I would I would call local pizza shops. I'd call if I ever yeah. wanted Chinese takeout or whatever. Of course. I would do that, but I don't even like ordering food for delivery. But looking back, like, the fast food restaurants weren't on it. No. You know? Taste the cheese. Freshly sliced provolone is, oh, my God. It's, like, perfectly nutty. And then try this. Okay. Provolone. Wait. Cheese to cheese. The provolone from Jersey Mike's is so good. It is, It is like, nutty and smooth and melts in your mouth. It's also softer. The one from... It's a little from, processing. It's a little processing. Yeah, plasticky and... Forming relationships with new suppliers, man. That's mm-hmm. where Jersey Mike's gets you. Their cheese? Nuts. Nuts, Jersey Mike's. The appeal of Subway, the reason to me, the reason I ate them every single day in high school is because they were there mm-hmm. and I was out and about. Yep. And it was $5. That's right. That's the only thing. And it was it was perfectly satisfying. If it really sucked, I wouldn't have gotten it. But I could put my, my mustard on it. I could put my Chipotle Southwest on it. That's right. You put that on anything with some crunchy vegetables and some <laughs> sort of meat puck. Yeah. And, like, I'm going to have a pretty good time. Sure. Point is, it was there and available now through phone. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's a lot of salami ah! burps coming up. It tastes like salami and coconut LaCroix. <laughs> That's what I call dessert. Um, <laughs> but Subway relied on foot traffic. Mm-hmm. See, 37,000 restaurants around the world. You just walk around. You see a Subway. You go, I know exactly what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. And then you do it. 
Jersey Mike's strategic location placement. They're in malls next to optometry. <laughs> yeah. There's a really famous story about um, Panera opening next to Targets. Mm, Whatever new Target, there genius. was like this perfect sort of genius. synergy, right? Where people who have the class signifiers of going to a Target as opposed to something like a Walmart mm-hmm. are also people who would want to pay $8 for a broccoli cheddar bread bowl and a lemonade that kills you. You know? <laughs> Just can't wrap my head around. I don't know why I'm such a hater. A, a Panera? Yeah. It's, it's not my kind of... I never just want like a cup of fast food soup. I never want soup, period. I you live know? in LA. What am I going to I don't want soup. soup. It's, it's my whole day. My whole day is soup. That's true. That's you know, true. I eventize soup. Yeah, me too. I don't too. take soup. I, as you know, I'm hungover. I want some pho or like I want to oh, get a big noodle. cooking project. Uh-huh. Chicken noodle. I'm yeah. at a Jewish deli. Yeah, you know, something thing. like that. I never want casual. It's just like Subway. It just also has like soup. Also bre- like what is it? Broccoli and cheddar? Is that what it yeah. is? I, I never understood it. You know, I made my own broccoli cheddar soup once. Yeah. It was really like recently. So did that, that wasn't else. like that wasn't like so in the last all, thirty years of me like cooking. No, every like, person has ever done that. Well, but that's what I'm saying. It's a very like old school thing that I wouldn't typically. But then one day I was like, I really want to make like a very good play on like a broccoli cheddar soup. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a cream of broccoli, like fully emulsified, strained, mm-hmm. all that, just like cheddar crisp on top. It was really really nice. But like roasted broccoli on top. But I don't. Need, but I don't need <laughs> that. You know, I don't need. I don't need like these creamy hearty soups. I'm an LA girl. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're an LA girl. You've never just gotten. You've never just gotten a sandwich from Subway and then dunked it into the broccoli cheddar soup. They have soup at Subway. Yeah, oh, they sure do. I never got the soups. I was always a cookie girl. I always get the cookie. The, Ra- the raspberry, char- yeah, 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 yeah. And then one time I went to a subway in downtown, and then I saw a bug crawling on it, and I never got a cookie ever again. That's <laughs> tough. That's tough. You know what I miss about Subway? They used to have honey oat bread, and that was a single. Do they not have the honey oat anymore? No, it's regular oat now. What? They took the honey out of the oat? We used to be a country. I we listen, used to be a proper country, listen, Nicole. Listen, my friend would get Italian herbs and cheese, and I would get honey oat, and then we'd do a split skis, and then we would have half of the sandwich and the other half of the sandwich, and you know, perfect harmony. I want to pitch something for the podcast because right now I've just been eating sheets of ham. You can probably hear it. I like the I like your finger the way you're holding your fingers. I've been eating sheets of ham off this sandwich periodically over the last 20 minutes of this podcast. And it's, I think, really fueling me to great things. Megan, can we just get a ham bucket on the side for every podcast so I can eat sheets of ham? Josh, yeah, for it's sure, like we're it. at a French salon and this is our charcuterie board. <laughs> and we're just bouncing off of ideas of one another. Okay, the reason we got the Italian sandwiches from both is because, to me... That's where I thought Subway could compete, right? I want to try their new sliced meats. You try to give them the benefit of the doubt. Because if you were to get something like a cheesesteak, right? The cheesesteak from Jersey Mike's, it ain't like a classic Philly. It ain't a Dallas Sandro's cheesesteak. You know, it ain't Tony Luke's, you know. Um, It certainly ain't Woodrow's Sandwich Shop. (laughs) Definitely ain't no Angelo's. I know all of them. Not even a John's Rose Pork. Not a Jim's. Anyways, if you get a cheesesteak from Jersey Mike's, it's a pretty freaking good fast food cheesesteak. I don't get the hot sandwiches from Jersey Mike's. You, you should try them. No. They bang. No. Nicole, they bang. <laughs> oh, you think the cheesesteaks from Jersey Mike's doesn't bang? Eat <laughs> that and then have a steak and cheese from, from Subway. There's something about the hot sandwiches there that I can't do. What do you mean? I have, there's, there's a block. I got a, but would you get hot sandwiches from Subway? No, but I would you've never got you've never gotten a meatball marinara with pepperoni, lettuce, I've tomato, mayonnaise, and olives. <laughs> no, I've never had a meatball sub from there. That is a disgusting guilty pleasure <laughs> that I love. Give mayonnaise? me the Chipotle Southwest sauce, fully dressed with the vegetables, plus hot meatball marinara with the peps with oh the pepperoni. Oh my gosh! No. Yeah. Well, that is, I guess, one uh, feature of Subway that I still enjoy is you can go absolutely goblin mode. <laughs> And you can be completely <laughs> fine with that. 
<laughs> that's a very good point. Maybe that's where their core competencies lie. Um, you can just, well, one time, what, Trevor got a pickle sandwich? Yeah, just a sandwich with a bunch of pickles, and they'll do that for you. Subway, they maybe. They look at you weird, but they'll do it. Yeah, but they don't care enough. They're getting paid minimum wage for a franchisee that probably doesn't have any confidence in corporate Subway. Um, they'll do whatever you want. Subway, Nicole, is the last lawless land of the American food west. You can walk into a Subway, and you can do whatever you want. And, and I kind of love that. Wow, maybe they should That's change they their slogan to Subway. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, Subway, uh, utter lawlessness, become ungovernable, let chaos reign. Imagine, wait, 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 this is great. What was that meme? None pizza, what is it? None pizza, pizza left, left beef. beef. Subway is the none pizza left beef of the sandwich world. Put cookies in your sandwich, drench it in the soup. Do you know what they should do? They should, do you know what they should do for uh. April Fool's Day? This is a free marketing tip. I'm eating the ham at the salon with Josh. <laughs> they got to do like a meme, like a, like a meme order. Like you can order an all pickle sub. You yep. can order cookies in your sub. You could order soup inside of your sub. They need to do that and watch how many freaking articles are going to write about it. You're going to be Twitter famous, viral. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Who's coming for Jersey Mike's right now? Who do you think in, this sandwich I don't care has for, impressed the hell out of me? Well, I don't really care for uh, I don't really care for Quiznos. Quiznos is done. Quiznos bankruptcy. They're still out there oh, floundering about. But Quiznos is done. Togo's not big enough. I, they're done. The only competitor is out there. Jimmy John's, which their thing was delivery. Was I remember mm -hmm. you could get a Jimmy John sub delivered within like 15 minutes. It, they were the Domino's. No way. I was at the Albuquerque Convention Center. Shout out to the Dirty Kirky. Can you go like this? You have I'm one not wiping my you face. You have one Let fleck on your lip. You have can one I be honest? Fleck on it's your lip. the oil and vinegar actually lubing up my lips so I can talk faster, which is great. I'm in the Dirty Kirky competing just <laughs> through gone. a PR in the 35-pound indoor weight throw for UCLA. And I was hungry. I'm at the convention center. Uh -huh. I call up a Jimmy John's, say, I'd like a sandwich. Mm -hmm. And they're like, all right, man, we'll find you. What's your address? I'm like, I'm at the convention center. They're like, that's a big place. Uh -huh. And I was like, well, we'll figure it out. Dude uh, calls me and he's like, I'll find you. Where are you? And I'm like, I think I'm at the south end, whatever. Uh, dude rolls up on a skateboard <gasps> and like throws a sandwich to me and skates away <gasps> in like 12 minutes. Wow. And I was just at a convention center. How but, old were you? How old were you? Uh, 20. So this would have been a decade 10 ago. 10 years ago? Yeah, yeah. This is the quality service that we all expect 100% but now I love that we I love feel that. that that's gone the way of the dodo I, I want I more skateboard couriers I want more skateboard couriers I want my Neil Stevenson snow crash ideal out there I want my sandwich delivered on a tuk tuk <laughs> <laughs> but the point is these apps Nicole these faceless apps they've I destroyed that destroyed they destroyed that so I hate I think Jimmy apps. John's got by on their skateboarding couriers I love apps <laughs> and, and I think Jimmy John's now that everything's run through DoorDash Postmates Uber Eats all that like, Jimmy John's is just going to have unfettered access to the entire world. Firehouse Subs is the only one that can compete, and I think they just are a worse Jersey Mike's. You know, I went to uh, Bay Cities the other day, which is a famed Santa Monica sub shop. Mm, and let it. me tell you, this bread isn't exactly the same. It's very close. But it's very close. And that's a big deal. Man. They're doing good work. I love it. I, I feel like we're watching that friend that you always thought was going to succeed in life and then things didn't quite go their way mm. and now they're on their second act, mm. you know, with Subway. They're like, God, I hope they get their life together. Like they want it to be, like like give me an example of like their job. Like they really want it to be like the world's greatest, I don't know, like uh, like jazz dancer. No, like, no, no, not that, uh, not that. The opposite, the opposite, the opposite. Oh, the one who wanted to be like a CEO. Oh. And then they got out of college and they started working in like finance. Okay. And they're like, 
I manage $200 million portfolio for the JP and whatever. And I have no idea what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. I and never then, do. I never do. And then three years later, they're like, hey, man, I'm starting my own company. You're like, dude, told you, man. John was going to make it. And then, like, you see three years later, and they're, like, starting a GoFundMe. And you're like, oh, shoot, what happened? Oh, man. You know what I mean? But now That's they're in their Subway's second act. Do? That's what Subway's doing. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get back on their feet. You know, waning enterprise. They've sold off to a private equity firm who's going to try and turn it all around. But right now, there's such a massive gap in between the Subway and the Jersey Mikes. But I can't imagine them ever overcoming it. I'm rooting for I'm rooting for the Jersey Mikes of the world. Bet on the winning horse. Jersey Mikes, unequivocal winner. Man, Danny DeVito. Come on the show. Buy a harness. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Nicole, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the universe. It's time for a segment we call Opinions Are Like Casseroles. But before we get to that, we have everybody's favorite segment. That's right, Nicole. We're doing another stunning episode of Review or Review. That's right. We review one of your Apple Podcast reviews of us. We got five stars from That Banana Bread titled Funny. They are super funny. And they make my day every day. Smiley emoji. Aww. I mean, that's... Five stars. That's a five star. That's that's five stars, baby. We like those ones. We like the long rambling ones that get weird. So give us five stars and are complimentary. We don't like the mean ones. Don't leave the mean ones. Have you have you heard of that? I got some banana bread today, dude. Dude, I got some banana bread yeah, today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I feel like that was a deep COVID meme. I think that's the banana bread. That's the banana bread they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Well, you learn something new every day. That's right. Hi, Nicole and Josh. Hi. Um, I had a question about something that's kind of controversial in my house. Mm. And Uh-oh. this is gonna sound kind of weird, but rice pudding. And I want to know if rice pudding is better hot or cold. I personally prefer my rice pudding cold, kind of like the Indian style kheer, which is one of my favorite desserts. But some other people in my family prefer it warm. And I wanted to know what you think. Love the podcast. (laughs) Bye. I'm laughing because kheer means something else in Farsi. Does it mean fart? (laughs) 
Does it mean fart? No, that's goose. Gaz. Goose? Guzu. That's fart. Josh is goose. I'm learning. Kier means. That's a good. No, I feel so, like Kier's not as good a word for it. It's too, Kier's too sharp so a word. So when she said like a hot Kier or cold Kier. <laughs> I started laughing. <laughs> uh, rice pudding. I used to love rice pudding. I used to be a big fan of it. The cozy, the cozy, cozy shack, cozy European shack. style rice pudding. That was the yellower one, right? Yep. I loved it, and I would always have it cold. But like sometimes I would go out and like have cure, and then <laughs> I'm sorry, I keep laughing. <laughs> I hate you right now. <laughs> Like at an Indian restaurant and like it was warm and it was delicious. Yeah, this I don't think there's any good rhyme or reason for either of these. I think this is pure personal preference. And I think there are equal amounts of good hot rice puddings as there are cold rice puddings. Mm -hmm. Personally, I agree with you. If I'm eating pudding, I want it like ice cold. I want to be refreshing, kind of like that. Um, But you look at like arroz con con leche Mm -hmm, in Mexico, generally served hot. And Mm -hmm. it's not quite a... Pudding, pudding, because I don't believe there's dairy in it typically. Really? No, it is. Leche and is dairy. Dude, what am I talking yeah. about? But there's not like a thickener. Like the thickening comes from the rice. I see. The most arroz con leche I've had is like a little bit thinner than, you know, kier than who's American rice pudding. It, you know sure, sure, I mean? sure. Yeah. Uh, but typically eaten warm. I would always prefer it um, cold. The Vietnamese, I, I'd call it a pudding, but uh, ja, mm-hmm. it is either served hot or cold. And you go to a restaurant and they'll ask you, do you want it hot or cold? Nice. Right? Um, we had uh, Berber cha. Berber cha, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Malaysian, Malaysian dessert. Malaysian dessert. It was sago pearls and coconut milk. You could have it hot or cold. Very puddingy. It's yeah, this yeah, is yeah. pure personal preference, which is great. Do you like raisins in your rice pudding? Uh, if it's like meant to have raisins, yeah. If Sometimes you know what I, mean. I like like sultanas. I love a good sultana. Look, it's a golden raisin, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I, I'm just a huge rice pudding fan. I'm a huge um, porridge fan in Do general. Do you like tapioca pudding? I love all forms of pudding, and I think I they all have equal merit. Love tapioca pudding when I was a kid. I love oh, just egg custards. I'm, yeah. But I think this I is like pure custard. personal preference. I just like custardy foods. Yeah, you know same, I mean? yeah. same. Enjoy it. Let your partners enjoy. It. You can give them good natured ribbing about it, you know. But really, that's it's pure personal preference, and there's no good case for What's a good what a good natured ribbing. You've never heard of a good natured ribbing. <laughs> Like to rib somebody is like to give them to to talk guff to talk oh, smack. Okay, you know, good natured ribbing. <laughs> it, it's not sensual. <laughs> hi, Josh. Hi, Nicole. Um, hi, potential guest as well. Ah. My name is Rich. I'm from good old Landrum, South Carolina. Go Cardinals! I'm not a team player. Actually, I am on the marching band. Go Cardinal Pride. Uh, but Cardinals? anyway, my opinion casserole is that. Sesame seeds are one of the best snacks. Oh. And you're probably wondering, like, with anything else? Nope. Just by themselves. I'm literally eating a Burger King burger as we speak. And I've spent, like, 15 minutes just picking up the seeds and eating them one by one. <laughs> and they're so good. Oh, should give it a try. Legit. Uh, I may die. That's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Love the pod. Love you guys. Mwah. Au revoir. Aw. I grabbed the key. Oh, wow. South Kakalaki is in the house, and who the hell are the Cardinals? University of South Carolina is the Gamecocks. Clemson's the other big university there. They're the, the Tigers. He's on the marching band. I know, but who is it? South Carolina State? Like, I don't know. Don't ask me. Maybe, How can you look I up just... South Carolina Cardinals somewhere out there? My mom has always been a sesame seed girly. She, when we would go out to sushi, she would, uh, you know, pour 
uh, sesame seeds on. Are you even paying attention? Uh, no, to I'm trying name? to figure out who the Cardinals are in South Carolina. Basket. There's a USA, oh. but what is that? Anyway, okay, your mom's sesame seed girly. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. You have so my attention. You know how like they have like little, um, like not plates, but like ramekins yeah. of sesame seeds. She's like, can I have extra sesame seeds? And then she would do this thing where she would put her tongue on it and then she'd go like this. And then uh, I would do it, and I go, like, uh. <laughs> so it's like a cute nostalgic thing. And I love sesame seeds, and I still sometimes do that when I go. And I go, yeah, I love yeah. that. If I, I, I agree. If I have the extra sesame seeds in the little uh, tiny, like four ounce deli cup, yeah, I'll just snack on them. But why do I not just sit down to watch TV and just like dip my tongue in sesame seeds? I don't know. I also like dipping my tongue in sprinkles. Yeah, very similar vibes. Why I don't like we eat sprinkles plain? Because it's really sugary. Sure, but we eat a lot of sugary things plain. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like use sprinkles aren't a snack. The sesame seed question begets the notion of how small is too small for a seed to be a snack. Because sunflower seeds, people snack on them all the time. I love sunflower seeds. Mini, mini chocolate chips, I'd do that. Yeah. What's okay? Uh, poppy seeds. Poppy seeds. Now that's too small. Sesame seeds bigger than a poppy seed. Yeah. And that's better. Poppy seeds also to me don't have a good flavor. Sesame seeds do. Chia seeds. Chia seeds will uh, evacuate your bowels. What? I love chia seeds. You didn't hear about this thing on TikTok called the internal shower? Yes. Uh-huh. Is that just detox water was, with chia seeds? Yeah, it was literally I've just been doing that for years. chia seeds. Anyways, uh, se- snacking on sesame seeds. Trendsetter. <laughs> I love that this person just gave us permission to do that, you know? We've always had permission, but the doors were opened due to this listener and call. Correct. He gave us the, the gentle nudge to get out there and Free finally will, do baby. it. And even, you got it. Hear me out. This is a little crazy, but if I were to dip my little finger in like a teriyaki sauce or an eel sauce, something like that, <laughs> uh-huh. wet it, dip that into the sesame seeds, suck it off. I like... I could do that for hours. See, no, there's something about lifting the cup up and just stamping your tongue on it that I really like. I don't know. I'm going to want to wet finger it. I'm a tongue stamper. I'm, I'm a wet finger. She's a tongue stamper. <laughs> Still, you know, we figure out Let's how to see each other. Let's <laughs> <laughs> That's fascinating. But great, great job, Rich. Man, South Carolina is still innovating. Hey, Josh. Hey, Nicole. Hey, girl. Okay, so my question for you guys is, how many times can you reheat a food item? Let's say pizza, for example. Uh My mom is convinced that you can only reheat it once. Mm. I think that you can put the pizza in the refrigerator more than once. Mm. Mm. and reheat it multiple times. Mm. Uh, what's your opinion on it? How many times is it acceptable to reheat a food item before it goes bad? Thanks. So are we talking about like, I have I have three slices of pizza. I reheat all of them. I only eat one slice. The mm-hmm. other two are going back in the fridge. <clears throat> I believe that I to be I do it case. again. I eat one slice of pizza. One. It's like a weird SAT logic question. No, you cannot do it. Well, you can only, you're saying you can only reheat it once. You should only reheat it once. There's probably instances where you're not going to, you can reheat it twice. Mm. But that is, that's the limit. What are you worried about? Are you talking loss in quality? Because pizza, you'll get loss in quality pretty fast. No, I think it's like a, my the phone heck, fell dude? out of what my What the cooter. heck, dude? <laughs> my phone fell out of my cooter. <laughs> <laughs> where are you stashing your phone? <laughs> Under my thigh. You're just putting it right in the tank? <laughs> Yeah. God, keep it like you're incubating a penguin egg. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I no, it's not a quality thing. I feel like it's like a microwave thing. 
What do you mean? Like you want to abs- you want to avoid absorbing the microwaves because it's causing infertility or brain cancer or yeah, whatever they said it would? I don't yeah. believe there's validity to that. I don't care. I there there is a real safety issue at play, but again, I when it comes to food safety, I think there's a lot of I eat from a lot of street vendors, you know, that that salsa sitting at room temp outside for about nine hours, and I'm yeah. perfectly fine with that, despite the fact that you would have experts say that it's in the, quote, danger zone of, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm perfectly fine with that. But what happens when you reheat food and then you bring it back down to temp, put it in the fridge, there's a range of temperatures that you never want food to be at in theory. Yeah. Right? Which is, I, I don't know, it's like above 40 degrees between 40 and like 90 or something. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's 36 degrees or something. It's something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But basically like food at room temperature is when bacteria, bacteria doesn't like cold and bacteria doesn't like hot. Yeah. So when, but it loves the middle zone. So if you're imagining you get a hot pizza that you're putting into a fridge, then you're watching that bacteria stay in that middle ground zone between the time that it's hot and it's cold. Yeah. You know, but then you reheat it, it's back to hot. You're putting that back in the fridge. You're sort of tripling your exposure rate to that bacteria. Yeah, it's a bacteria thing more than like a microwave thing, I guess. Sure. But, and then if you're reheating it as far as quality goes, you're dehydrating it more and more because that's the essence Whatever. of Whatever. Yeah, when you're hungry gonna... and you want leftovers, you don't really, quality isn't like the main, that leftovers, you're not eating for quality. You're Agreed. For sustenance, yeah. um, I, I do, I'm a person who does... Dangerous things. I don't know. <laughs> You're dangerous, Someone's Maverick. middle name is Evil Knievel over here. No, but I mean, you know, I when it comes to food, it's like go at your own risk. Sure, you have to be, yeah. um, there's some people who are like, I'll never eat at another person's house because I don't know what they're doing. It's I'll eat at anybody's house. I'll eat a stranger on the food offers me a half-eaten hot dog. If it's going to be a good hot dog, I'm going to eat it because that's my relationship with food. That's my relationship with trust and risk. Sure. So I don't uh, think I'd eat someone's half-eaten hot dog on the street. I mean, that's, you know, a bit of an extreme example. I did... Yeah, this is a bit, this is a bad idea. I was walking into a bar and there was a random dude coming out of the bar and uh-huh. he was holding his drink and the bouncer was like, "Dude, you can't just take that on the street." And he goes, "All right," and just hands it to me and he goes, "Drink it." And I go, "Okay," and I drank it. It's not good. It's not a good idea. And then I asked the bouncer, I was like, "Hey, that guy probably wouldn't have drugged that drink, right?" And the bouncer's like, "Nah, he's a regular. Even if he did, we'd we know who he is." Okay. And so I'm like, "Great." Point is, individual risk assessment. What a life. Some people aren't great I, at it. I take risks, but like other kinds of risks. Not drinking from strangers' glasses. I thrive. I am living my best life. I did that one life. time and I got mono. Oh, they're really bad mono. I had to be hospitalized. I'm not locked in here with them. They're locked in here with me. I am the chaos agent. So if there's a pizza... That's a very high uh, assumption of yourself. What? Like you're responsible for chaos? No, I mean, like, I just, you know what I mean? I don't, um, I'm the chaos sometimes guy. I don't operate okay, within the, the same bounds. That's why when we're talking about food safety, some people get mad at me, but I'm just like, I've eaten chicken sashimi from restaurants, you That's know, cool. and it just doesn't taste very good. So when it comes to reheating pizza, you are increasing the amount of risk, but also I have woken up, found a pizza that's been laying out at room temp for 24 hours and gone, I want it and I've eaten it and I'm fine. Yeah, I'm yeah, still yeah, here. Yeah. I also have never had any foodborne diseases or illness, despite yeah. the fact that I am at increased exposure you've to it never through my had, lifestyle. You've never thrown up from food. I've thrown up from food, but I've never had like a, if you're worried about just throwing up from food, God, you can throw up from a lot of things, you know? I, um, yeah, I don't have like a phobia of throwing up. I just don't like throwing up. The fear to me with food safety isn't like, ooh, I had a little tummy hurt. Surely you want to avoid that. It's not the most pleasant thing. Mm-hmm. But the fear is you're getting something like listeria, salmonella, campylobacter, norovirus, and you're hospitalized. That's scary. At risk of death. You know what I mean? Um, I've never had anything close to well, that. Well, you've had food poisoning. Yeah. Yeah. God, I've ate oysters from shopping carts. You know, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. 
you know, that's the risk I run. And I've gotten in a lot of joy about, uh, I've gotten a lot of joy through food that more than makes up for the amount that's that I beautiful. get the tummy gurgles the next day. That's so, beautiful. That's my closing statements on food safety. And if you want to <laughs> be featured on Opinions Tonight Casseroles, give us a ring and leave a quick message at 833-DOGPOD1. Anyone gonna... can poison you. Remember that was it the Advil or Tylenol bottles back in the 80s? Yeah. Do you want me to read your part too? Yeah, yeah read my part. Okay. And on that note, thank you for listening to Hot Dog Sandwich. We got new audio only episodes every Wednesday and a video version right here on YouTube every People Sunday. People deliberately poisoning Tylenol. Like, you know, the world is almost random. For it's... more Mythical Kitchen, check out our other videos. We launch new episodes every week. We'll see you next time. this stuff time. is about like population scale stuff, right? So when they're like, hey, cook your burgers to 160, it's so uh, an entire population doesn't get sick. But on the actual individual level, I mean, if you're increasing your chances from 0.001% to 0.002%, that isn't nearly as meaningful. When you extrapolate that over the course of millions of people, then yeah, we're talking strains in the healthcare system, but, and Nicole's lost interest. Well, see ya.